Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 164. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. I have a body. You might affirm I have a body. If you might be feeling flighty or not, as we say, grounded, which we might discuss, (laughs) as I don't know what we will discuss. But as we bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath, let us bring awareness to the body and affirm I have a body. We do want to touch on the idea of groundedness as we do affirm we have a body in a way that reminds us we should be the equilibrium the point of singularity, the mediator, which is also what we call Christ, the in-between, the, the bridge between what we call heaven earth as a vibrational space or frequency. And as we are the God awakening, want to remain that equilibrium, that point. So groundedness might mean to know our galactic citizenship while on earth, which is to be the mediator, which is to be the Christ. So if you're feeling flighty, that might be grounded for you. Grounded don't mean fully encompassed in the enchantment with the five senses. It means to honor the five senses and self as the I am presence, which is all beings and things, consciousness, non-humanoid, non-physical. So let us rejoice, breathe. And as I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to speak about the idea and reinterpretation of prayer and We will be using the archetype of the tower to support us in a deeper understanding. And our receiver, me as your brother, feeling really flighty, but also um, grounded in that space. So it feels like more relaxed, more surrender, which is a vulnerable space for me to be as your brother because I'm really, I'm the observer in this moment. have no attachment to this physical vessel, and I feel as if I am the space in between all things. So I am just allowing myself to say it so I can keep myself in that state of being as we are lining up to receive very specific data, as we always do, but I'm experiencing it in just a different sort of way. So this is day four of our 44-day challenge. And if you have brought yourself to this space and you are participating, um, be in rejoice, be the I am, be here now. 
be here now in this space where we are one, where we hold you at all times. Be in the space where we are one. Yes. As we are discussing the idea, and we will be reinterpreting the idea of prayer, we want to first affirm there is no problem here, no solution to seek. So we want to come from that perspective immediately. That already should shift your idea of prayer, just that statement. And as we are simplifying all things, we would love for that to be enough. But as we are fractals, we would need to find many words to bring us to that deeper understanding as collectives. So we're stepping into a more hive mind mentality in the most harmonious and beautiful way. So allow yourself to feel heavy and perfectly supported by the earth. And keep bringing awareness to the vessel if you need by affirming I have a body or wiggle your fingers and toes or... Um, keep awareness to the heart space and breath. An always sure way to reground, as we say, while allowing yourself to remain the receptacle and receive the refined concepts or transmissions that might be of service to self and others. And for many of us that gather here, this is a collective mission or volunteer agreement, as we call it here, that we are all participating in now more consciously and in awareness of it together as one individually together as one many as the one we are many as the one we are many as the one we are many and we are one we are many and we are one only I am here only I am here only I am here So as we are discussing prayer, we are, I am as your brother, the receiver, you as the receiver as well, always referring to both of us in this space as I am the student to these teachings and new experiences that I am discovering with and through you in real time. So I am so grateful for each of you holding space as I'm experiencing this with you. We would refer to a specific timeline just to share the experience in regards to the mechanics of what's going on here to be the receptacle as a conduit, consciously receiving transmission. So immediately I'm back at a recent live broadcast where someone asked, should we pray for rain over California because there's fires, which I didn't know. I... I we and I refrain from the news. So, if you feel like you've been over-sensorially stimulated after watching the news and you didn't realize what it was, it's probably the news. <laughs> you can probably stop watching the news now. So we are in Rejoice with the Gospel, which is simply the new word, the good news, that there's good news. <laughs> it's really that simple. So let's simplify that. 
and rejoice in the gospel that there is good news and that is the light has come, that love is here, within through all of us. So, <clears throat> as we are in the space being asked, should we pray for rain over California because of the fire? Me as your brother or receiver, feeling way more grounded and in the lower register of earth, I feel like I'm in the center earth as a point of awareness. I could feel drums and just bass and even I want to get in that lower, it feels really good <laughs> to my body <laughs> to <clears throat> allow myself to vibrate in that bass register and chakra. So it's definitely a grounding experience to feel very present in the body, so much so that I feel like I'm in the center earth. Okay, so maybe this is co-creation with the consciousness of Agartha, which is inner earth, root chakra, sacral, and solar plexus, the lower three. <clears throat> and we would remind us briefly on that note, your solar plexus is your jewel of empowerment. It's your golden thread that connects you to what you call God at all times at a quantum level. It looks like fiber optics, gossamer fibers. And as there's sirens in the background, this would affirm our receiver in this moment of a holographic experience that this information is very vital to those of you that would receive it, that you have a golden thread that guides you to God at all times, to source, and you also call it your intuition coming from your belly button right behind the belly button and it branches out leading towards the heart so this is your godfidence your citrine we would love for everyone hearing these words to work with citrine to make a, a, a crystal grid it looks like a crystal grid with the citrine in the center and there's four quartz crystals around it at north, east, south and west looks like the north is 93 degrees west looks like the north is 93 degrees west <clears throat> so we would put a citrine in the center with four crystal of quartz clear quartz clear quartz around <clears throat> a citrine Northeast, southwest, north, 93 degrees west. <clears throat> so this is your jewel of empowerment, your confidence, your intuition. And <clears throat> the more you follow that guidance when you feel it, the more you strum that chord with what you call God. <clears throat> so I do need a water break. <clears throat> And you might hear my god nephew in the or my dog nephew, <laughs> which is also God, yes, in the background. Um, so that's Buddy. He needs water too, I think. We both need water. So everyone get water. And then we will discuss the reinterpretation of prayer. Yes. As we are discussing prayer and a reinterpretation of it, 
I do happen to be at my grandmother's house, which is today my sister's house. And in a previous episode, we did discuss the idea of our loved ones attaching more so to familiar spaces in time space than a cemetery. <laughs> and there, there is no disrespect there. It, it's just vibrational. It's energetics. It's just what it is. So I happen to be in my grandmother's house, which is a sacred space. And although you are the sacred space, it is a beautiful realization or recollection to stop and notice that my only can speak for myself. My inner alterations are reflecting themselves to me and my outpictured world more and more. So it just happened to line up with when we would discuss prayer as the previous Q&A on TikTok is what inspired this episode. So the breadcrumbs line up in spirals, not linear. Everything's working in accordance, in congruence, like a network. This is a, a we are part of a much bigger network, which is, we will, we will get more into that in what we would say, ironically, future episodes, which are right now. So let's breathe. Now, as we're coming from that question on TikTok Live, should we pray for rain over the fires in California? In that moment, there's a other aspect that answered, which, you know, in that space, we are Osceola Collective. We are many. We are one. But there's another aspect that said, or fire. Should we pray for rain or fire, right? And immediately it inspired this episode, the full download, that we need to reinterpret prayer. There's only one prayer as we are simplifying all things. We're going to make this episode short and sweet, as we call it. Who knows what the length will be, what we just mean. We only have one message in this moment today, right now. And it's that there's only one prayer, right? If we're simplifying all things, there's one prayer. May thy will be done. That's it. Amen. (laughs) Everyone, we are done. You can go about your day. Have a beautiful day. May thy will be done. Reinterpretation of prayer. Simplifying all things. It is done. It is very simple. One prayer. May thy will be done. May thy will be done. May thy will be done. So what does this mean in regards to what we perceive as chaos and destruction or the natural disasters or what we call climate change here? This is a very beautiful opportunity to discuss in a loving and compassionate way the arrogance of mankind, myself, your brother included, the thought that our individualized alone meaning to be in the total enchantment with self, to not know your network-like design, to be interconnected with others, to think that you, we, as an individual with our five senses, has any influence on Mother Earth Gaia as a solar and stellar soul consciousness. It's not climate change. That's called rebirth. It's not forest fires. That's called purification. 
it's not war and death and battle. That's called resurrection. So we want to reinterpret from the perspective that humanoids have this belief, first of all, that we can influence in a negative or positive way. There's only one will that will be done on earth. And are we participating in the will of the Creator? Yes. And doesn't this seem to be more logical and clarify when we remind you and us as humanoids we really don't have free will? That we have choice in each moment, which is willpower to utilize the energies that create worlds, as Abraham says, to utilize the only presence active here, the only energy that there is to access, God or love that I am. So when we pray, we want to do it from the only perspective, the only one there is, meaning to agree to participate as a co-creator, as the receptacle, and experience this realm of existence, earth, and know that there's only one will that will be done, one will that will set us free or liberate us as a collective and an individual. So what's the real prayer? The real prayer is to ask for if we are humanoids, meaning we all have similar reasons to pray. So this is a general example. It might sound like praying for the clarity and a deeper understanding to know the will of God. That if we are having a specific prayer, adding on to may thy will be done, which is the only prayer you would ever need. But as an individual, again, we say so many things and choose so many words because we all experience and interpret data different. But there's a, it's very simple. May thy will be done is the only prayer. But if we add on to it, we would pray for the clarity again and a deeper understanding to know the will of the Creator or the one true God, Prime Creator, the I Am. And ask for a more trusting nature. How can I have faith to know your will more, God? How can I have trust to be clear about why there are fires or why there is what we call natural disaster? We need to be the perceiver of all things which allows God the I Am to do all things through and then be wise enough to remind ourselves to keep seeing through those eyes so that we can keep reinterpreting the data. So what does that mean if we're simplifying all things? That means to know that whatever appears to be made against you, again, as we say on earth, it will not prosper, first of all, but God will make it for you. So for getting into specifics, as humanoids love to do, there's another specific to your prayer. What did we just say? <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, I'm sh- <clears throat> um, so I'm sharing the experience. I'm completely blank. I am fully present just in my body. Um, I have no thought. I have no inner dialogue. I just, I'm just the I am. I'm just the I am. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just here with you all in the space. We're just in love. We're just in love now. (laughs) Um. So they want us to bring awareness to the body and pay attention to any sensations that your body's experiencing during this transmission or broadcast. And especially to the audible 
psychicness like your ear any ringings or tones frequencies pitches pay attention to those sorts of things just for fun okay so if we're getting more specific in regards to adding on to the prayer we've established it might sound like give me the clarity a deeper understanding to know the will of god so that I can reinterpret what we consider natural disaster or chaos and destruction as the will of God, which is the only will here that will liberate us. There's really nothing for nothing else for us to say. Now, what else would we add on to that for the individual aspects of God, the I am, that are fractal and need their own ways to interpret or receive data? Right. The only reason we would choose more words or go deeper or choose more specifics but we want to assure you we're simplifying all things. So as we do continue, it is only for the purpose to reach any more levels of clarity that are probable and possible in this now moment. So yes, it sounds like we just want to realize that as a collective, the tower is a archetype that we are being guided by now. And this is what we will discuss next, next, next. <laughs> the tower. The tower, yes. Usually, the brothers, sisters, and beings who gather do have a very beautiful and refined understanding of the language here. So generally speaking, when we refer to tower, we're pretty sure everyone feels a general knowing of this. But if you are unfamiliar, it is um, the tarot archetype. It's an archetype in the tarot deck. And it does represent the destruction of foundations and everything that is essentially built as a thought structure or social memory construct. So it does refer to what we would call an ending, coming to the end of a phase or a cycle. In regards to data, we want to simplify it. There's just new data available. We are becoming more refined humanoids, and there are just, if we are simplifying it, there's just easier and more loving and simple ways to do things. So the tower represents the collapsing of, as you say on earth, what no longer serves you. But it does serve you. It does serve a purpose. We want to reinterpret the tower in a way that we do see the value. The value in the collapsings of structures and what you call chaos and destruction on earth, which would go very beautifully into the reinterpretation of prayer. So the tower represents the collapsing of the old, so that we can rebuild the new, is essentially what it represents. But, as humanoids, we see the tower as, oh my gosh, my life's ending, and it is. Oh my gosh, everything's going to go so wrong, and it is. Oh my gosh, I don't know what to do, I think I'm going crazy, and you are. Oh my gosh, my life is collapsing, everything's just falling apart, and it is. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> you are correct. So, as we reinterpret the idea of the tower, we first do want to affirm you are correct. Your interpretation is correct, but your experience of the interpretation is incorrect. So we're going to correct this error. You want the collapsing of the old. You want the endings of 
phases and cycles on Earth. This is what we come for. The moon herself, the moon himself, shows you the 13 cycles and phases of your experience as it's you pushed out. To be graceful through your phases, what does that mean? To allow the tower to fall, to allow the forest to burn, to pray for more fires if that's the will of the Creator, to make all things that you have perceived against you for you through the eyes of Christ or God. And this has nothing to do with religion. Burn all the churches up too. As a receptacle, a receiver, me or brother, I've always had a difficult time being sad for the Library of Alexandria when people refer to that moment in time-space where the Grand Library of Egypt burned. I feel like Asiel or whatever I am at a soul level might have been responsible for that fire <laughs> at some level in a way that we can laugh about it if I am given a safe space to just be myself more and more and allow myself to discover levels of mind, which is really all we're doing here. Utilizing more brain, big deal. Simplify it, big deal. Big deal. We're just accessing different parts of the mind, part of the brain, if you want to incorporate biology. Big deal. Right? Something we could all do. I'm just putting myself out there in sometimes a very vulnerable way as I'm experiencing this very surreally. This episode very specifically is day four of 44, right? 444, those Archangel Mikael immediately giving me the confidence to just rest in that. So breathe. So yes, we do feel responsible for the burning down of the Library of Alexandria in Egypt. <laughs> when people cry for it, I feel like in a funny way I've never spoke about, like, yes, burn all the libraries. Burn them all down. Burn all the books. Burn all the churches. Burn all the stuff you think you know. So there is this level of destruction. And that's also an incorrect interpretation in your Bible when you fear the rapture because you're focusing on the tower aspect of it. And then we're reminding you, yes, you do want the rapture, you do want God, or the loving only presence here that I am, to come in and correct all things. That's what the rapture is. To purify the mind and correct all errors in the mind. To remind us all that we're the children of God and you fear that. So fear God is also why you pray incorrectly. And it's not incorrect, it serves you for the time being, but now again, we're discussing this from compassion, and as a humanoid myself, I'm always including myself in that line of fire. We, we're, we're just, we know better now. We have to do better. We have to be more mindful and disciplined in regards to our utilization of our connection to God. We are responsible for bringing heaven to earth, God to earth, through us, by choosing love and reinterpretation and correcting all errors. So you've been fearing God, so your prayer sounds like it's coming from the densities of fear, and it is. And love God transcends all dimensions. It can meet you in fear. But you don't know we're meeting you there. So you don't even know we're trying to help you. Speaking of love as all of us, as one, you don't even know we're trying to help you or support you. We can't help you. You don't need help. You're master creators. You don't need help. You don't need help. You need support, and we need support. We need to be supported and support each other. We can't help. 
So we want to know that the fear of God in the rapture has led you to have a distortion in regards to what you call prayer. And all we're doing is refining your ability to be more aware and mindful of your connection with God, which is at all times. So pray for more fires if it's the will of the Creator, is essentially what all that came down to. And what else do we want to say to that? The tower is the archetype that is overseeing your journey from here on out. Because you are going to begin to welcome the endings and see them as celebrations of new beginnings. You're going to be eager and excited for the endings of phases and cycles because you're going to see it as an opportunity to trust that inner guidance system that is your solar plexus, that citrine crystal that you will get. It's your connection to God at all times, and the more you trust that, the more that you will see everything you ever thought was chaos and destruction has always been God working for you and through you. More trust and allowing to allow God to do all things. Let life become fun and more magical by celebrating what you have been calling destruction and chaos as the evidence of rapture, the party, the celebration that the Christ is being reborn in man on earth, the God awakening in man. So again, on this day of four, of 44, we love you so much. I love you so much. I hope you feel good. And um, we will connect again and again and again. We are always connected. I am with you. I am with you. I stay with you in love now. We rest in love now. Now we rest in God. Yes, our soul sister, Rachel. I asked her, sister, do you have anything for me? You know, I want to be more teachable. I want to be moldable. I want to follow more. Do you have anything for me? What do you feel guided to tell me? And she said, you are perfect as you are. Now you just rest in God. And immediately I saw her there with me and I said, yes, now we rest in God. May thy will be done. May thy will be done. May thy will be done. Yes.